my biggest plan, I'm going to implement a lot of things the same because last year was an absolute success. Like I said, we had the one of the roughest group of kids that's ever gone through our school. And we had over 90% of them ready to pass or on track to pass the, the, their star test. Welcome to the Get More Math podcast, where we support teachers in their quest for long-term student gains. This is a podcast for teachers to share their passion for math education, learn best practices from experts in the field, and swap ideas for student success. This is community. This is Get More Math. Well, welcome back to the Get More Math podcast. This is Josh Britton. I'm the founder of Get More Math and the host of this show. Thank you so much for stopping by. Today, we have as a guest, Cody Kirkland. He's an eighth grade teacher. He's a math teacher. And he has lots of stories to share. So just as a reminder, this season, our goal is to explore teachers' experiences, especially when possible through story. What have teachers experienced? What has it been like? What's worked? What's been a delight? Maybe what are they trying to do now? Just stories from the field. Uh, I believe math teachers are on an adventure. They're doing something that's exciting. There's a lot to tell. And I want to I want to draw that out and uh, share that in a in a wide way. So, let's get to Cody. Cody, hello. Thank you for joining us. Hi. Thanks for having me. Maybe just for quick starters, you could give us a little synopsis on where you're at and what you do. All right. Uh, my name is Cody Kirkland. Uh, this is my ninth year teaching math uh, at the seventh grade, eighth grade, and algebra level. Uh, I'm at Clear Creek Intermediate, uh, just south of Houston. Great. Thanks, Cody. So. Um, you know, it's funny. I've been to Clear Creek, actually talked to some teachers there about Get More Math. I want to start to ask you, where did you first bump into Get More Math? Actually, um, Jennifer Axtons came into uh, my school. And when she came in, um, I was kind of planting my heels in. And I <laughs> I wanted nothing to do with Get More Math. I was like, no, the only way to do math is the traditional way. And so we were off to a bumpy start. But after I got started, things got better. Well, okay. So you've already piqued my curiosity. And for those of you who are listening, by the way, I don't know Cody's story. So I am finding things out as you are. So tell me more about that. You, you say you planted your heels in. What, 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 were you, what did you feel you were resisting? I was resisting control of the classroom, I think mostly because things are uncomfortable whenever you can't control them. But I feel like as we're getting deeper into learning how to use Get More Math and how to actually control the classroom as get more math as a tool because it's not replacing the, the teacher. Like I said, it's so you're still there. You still do your job. The only thing is they get a lot more better spiraled practice than they've ever gotten before. So, I mean, mm-hmm. I, I, I definitely turned over after I got the, the results from my first unit test after using, after being forced to use get more math. So, <laughs> well, that's that I'm a little uncomfortable. I don't like, to, I don't, I never like to hear, teachers forced to do anything. I am glad that in your case, like what didn't feel good at first ended up being useful. But you know, as a teacher, I, I was a teacher for 20 years and I, I did not like edicts from on high. So for you, GMM was something where somebody said, look, we've got to do this. You're like, do it. Yes, it, it, exactly. And so we're like, hey, we purchased it. We are the pilot campus. And so 
We okay. have to show that this data re- represents and can act. This tool can actually do what we want it to do across the board. And if it, if it can do that all the way across the board, then we need your solid data. So we need you to go dive in head first and go after this. And so I was re- re- resistant to change, but I eventually got to the point where I was good again. Well, you know what's kind of there's there's an implication there that I like, Cody. Uh, you're telling me you're being frank. You're like, look, I didn't want to do this. It sounds like you did it well anyway, you know, because there's this other approach where you're resistant to change and darn it all, you're going to bring everything down no matter what sort of, and you kind of, you have, you know, you have great power as the teacher. If you communicate to all the kids, I don't want to do this. This is a bad idea. (laughs) Well, then it's going to be a bad idea, right? I mean, I agree with you. So did you put on your like game face kind of? Oh, absolutely. My, my kids don't know anything different other than who's this guy bouncing off the walls? Cause that's my level of energy that I bring to class every single day. And so of course like, all right guys, we're going to log in to get more math today. Your goal is to get five points at least. If you can do more, prove it to me. I want to see it. And then mm. eventually like at first they're very hesitant. They're not on your side at all. They're like, Oh, there, here's mm. another math program. He's just trying to make it easier on himself. I was like, I know that's what it seems like right now, but I promise, I promise it's, it's so much more than that. Great. Well, you know, it's funny. You just used a phrase. The kids might think, well, you're just trying to kind of shirk your responsibilities, make it easier on yourself. So tell me, was worth, have things been easier on you since you started using our tool? I last, prior to last year, last year was my first year using Get More Math. So prior to last year, it, it feels like you're just trying to beat things in, in, into their, their heads so much and so much. And you're just pushing and pushing and pushing, but it's, my formula was very flawed. I, I had issues in the way I was doing things because I expect them to remember something. And like uh, watching some of your videos, um, the teach and flush, teach and flush method mm-hmm. was going on in my classroom. And mm-hmm. that's a real issue if you actually want these kids to retain the information. And so once I started, like I said, we just kept adding on and kept adding on. And then more people jumped on ship. And then when that group jumped on, then another group says, well, I don't want to be the only one who can't do it. And they jumped on ship. And I can't believe mm-hmm. it. This was the roughest group I've ever had in my life. I mean, I came home with at least four stories to tell my wife every single night about, you will not believe this. But these kids, of all kids, jumped on board with it. And if you can get those type of kids that are just extremely difficult, then you can do anything. That, of course, piques my interest as well. Can you tell me, I mean, we, we don't want to hear names or anything, but can no, you course, tell me about it? Uh, a kind of a storyline, maybe a kid who herself was resistant or himself, you know, didn't want to have to do with you or math or math class. Uh, this person is actually one of my most favorite students to ever teach. I was uh, actually sitting there. Um, we were doing open house or whatever. Me, me, the teacher before school starts and we're just showing face like, oh, hey, your daughter's going to be in, in my class. Uh, I teach eighth grade math. I'm super excited. You know, you're putting on your 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 teacher game face there. Sure. And this lady looks at me and says, oh, my God, you have no idea how bad she is at math. Oh. I was like, oh, no, no worries. I, I, I know. I know. But no worries. I promise wherever she's at, I've seen someone who struggled more. And we're going to get her through. This is going to be an awesome year. She goes, no, no, no. I've taught three kids. And this one is by far cannot do math. And I was like, please stop saying this. I, I, I wasn't verbalizing this, but I was like, please stop saying this right. to your child, like in front of your child. Right. You are killing any kind of self-confidence that was already there. And so, of course, this child walks in my room, wide-eyed, but like just 
deer in, in the headlights kind of look because, oh my God, math, math is my nemesis. And so as we got further in, I was like, look, you're fully capable. And yeah, she did struggle. She struggled a lot. But every morning, I so my school starts at 8.15, or that's whenever t- teachers have to be there. I get there at 7 a.m. for any kid who wants to come in, in my eighth grade math class or my algebra class. Any kid who wants to come in to get extra help, I provide my service right there from 7 a.m. to 8 a.m. And so that girl started showing up about 7.30 and just getting to school early, eating her her breakfast in my room and just going over and just math, 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 math. By the CBA, she was getting commended results on this kid who couldn't pass a single test last year. Like she's above the 80 percentile range and just – just because she knew where she wanted to be and she was ready to work her butt off to get there and get more math was the tool that I couldn't beat. That kid was so much more hungry than what I had. And mm-hmm. so with the random number generator, she's not getting bored seeing the same thing over and over and over again. So she's starting r- racking up over 200 points per week. And these aren't just wow. points. These are star level questions. So then yeah. whenever I, whenever I got around to it, I started opening up the, the, the test for everybody. I was like, look, look at this test. Can you answer that question? Boom. Just like that. Boom. Just like that. And like Amazing. they're rattling these things off. And it's because they drilled it so much and they focus on bettering themselves through getting their points every week. And then some. Hmm. So anyways, she w- we didn't get to take the star test last year, but yeah. I, I know I, th- that is one I have zero doubts about. She would have absolutely crushed it. And so, that made me that, that was one of my proud get more math moments. Well, thank you. You know, just just for a quick kind of addendum, could you spell out for us the meaning of CBA and STAR for those folks who aren't in Texas? I apologize. The, the CBA is the campus based assessment. So basically okay. every single campus gives the same test and yeah, they're just kind of saying, are these teachers doing their jobs or or is mm-hmm. that on their plan? Just keeping track with uh, all, all the districts, make sure no one's dipping. Or if someone's getting great successes, what are they doing? Okay. And so that's done about mid-year in like uh, early December. So, and that's purely internal. That's not like a Texas mandate. That's something you guys do. Just Correct. To, yes. That's just uh, our, that's our uh, acronym. Yes. So if she was at the 80 percentile, does that mean in-house, like she is among the top 20% performers of the whole district? I would argue to say more than that because uh, we're actually at a title one school. And so we're, my school is anyways, the rest of the district is not, but okay. uh, anyways, I, I would say she was in my, probably my top 10%, possibly the top 5% for my kids. And I feel like that was saying something. That's awesome. Um, thank you for sharing that story. We're that I love to hear stories like that. I don't get tired of them. It, and I, thank you for sharing it. All right. So, you know, you mentioned that um, the year you really tried to implement Get More Math was also the year you had the roughest group ever. Uh, that's that's fascinating to me. I would like to hear more about that. What made them rough? And then h- how was Get More Math helpful in maybe smoothing out the rough edges? All right. So uh, if you want to talk about whenever they're rough, I'm saying no matter what you're doing in front of the class, like uh, I've tried, and th- this is not every group. This is like two classes in particular, but like I said, the bad apples or the, the squeaky wheel gets the grease, whatever. Anyways, basically there was a shouting match in between students every single class period in every teacher's class. And they just had a like an anger about them almost like 
everything, anytime you tried to correct them or talk to them, like everything turned into a combative environment rather than like, hey, look, I'm just trying to figure out what's going on. Like, help me out. Help me help you. Hmm. A lot of things you probably don't want me to say on here, but yes, there could be a, there's a multitude of different thing, uh, stories that I could share. But like I said, I'll reframe. They're just, they're a fun group. We'll put it that way. So so you said combative, difficult, a lot of yelling, a lot of defensiveness. Yes. Did using Get More Math help to change that dynamic? I would say for about close to 80 to 90% of, of kids, at no point are they bored. The only reason they're bored is if they don't understand. And so and if I can see that they don't understand, I can go help them personally. And so with that being said, there's never a point in time whenever the kids can like, oh, I'm done with my get more math. Mm-hmm. Like there's there's no end. And I'm like, okay, well, since you guys were talking too much, go ahead and get me 10 more points. I know some people are going to say like, <laughs> some people are going to be like, you shouldn't give that as punishment. But at the same time, I mean, it's doing a spiral review and I'm getting what I want and they're getting what they need. Hey, hmm. I'll, I'll be the bad guy there. That's interesting. You know, earlier uh, you said something that I, I, I chuckled to myself. I think I chuckled out loud. I don't know. You said something about stuff being easier on you or harder on you. And, uh, and I asked, I, oh yeah, I did. I asked a question about that, but this, something you just said links to that. You know, one of the most interesting things I hear from teachers about Get More Math is they say in the classroom, I'm busier than I ever was. And it's because of that kid who's like, now actually the data is right in front of her. She's stuck. She's like, I don't know how to do this. And it used to be she could scribble something on a paper or copy off the kid next to her or just kind of- And I would know no different. Yeah. But now it's like, well, you can tell, she can tell. It's kind of right there. So now all of a sudden you've got this moment by moment, keen- kid to kid insight on exactly who's stuck, what they don't understand, who needs help. And so all of a sudden you can really pour yourself out. And so anyway, I've, I've heard from teachers that they ended up in class being busier than ever, but they, they, they usually talk about that as a very good thing. Yes. No, I, I agree with you a hundred percent on that. The fact that I am so busy, it's because I'm not monitoring. I'm actually helping now. I'm not walking around the room. Do you need help? Do you need help? Do you need help? No. Mm-hmm. Whenever that timer starts to go close to that red area, I'll go in there and be like, okay, now this this kid clearly needs help. I'm going to go grab that real quick. And so, and then when I'm doing that, and then, or just someone raises their hand in person or virtually, I mean, I can do that either way and I, I, I can get there fast and I'm, I'm helping good problems and I'm not mad about it. We would like to invite all of our listeners to visit our website at getmoremath.com, where you'll find helpful information about how Get More Math can help you transform the math education experience through targeted mastery and cyclical review. We welcome you to take advantage of our free trial for the 2021 school year. Find more information about the free trial at getmoremath.com. Now, back to the show. So I'm curious, have, have you had a chance to use Get More Math in any kind of remote setting? Actually, yes. Um, Now, it's kind of hard to mandate it, only in the fact that there are some people who are not able to uh, receive Wi-Fi everywhere. Sure. And so, get actually, speaking of, um, we, due to Hurricane Beta, or uh, Tropical Storm Beta, uh, we were able to, or we were sent home for three days, so Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. As uh, we're doing that, I messaged home, and I was like, on Monday, I was like, hey, I, uh, is your student going to be bored during the storm? 
And so I was like, don't forget, they can do get more math the whole time. And so I outed them to their parents. Uh, <laughs> and so I put oh, in, you're uh, a bad, bad man, Mr. Kirkland. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> I, I, I out into their parents. I sent it to them as well. And so they know that it's going uh, to their parents. So there's no hiding it. I probably got close to um, a thousand points with 120 kids. I mean, so Marvelous. even at a raw standard at, at what it is, I mean, you still uh, 10 points out, out of kids while they're or 10 questions right on the first try out of kids. They're seeing math on their days off. Like I'm not. Complaining. That's really cool. So I'm going to dial the clock back to the beginning of the conversation. And, you know, you'd resisted get more math at first because here's it's another thing you're supposed to do. And you know best. Yeah, you're the teacher. You've got a system. You've got a plan. Then then, uh, you went ahead and went for it, which I like. That really, I commend you. You know, you're like, you know what? The kids didn't even know. (laughs) That's pretty cool. And it worked. So then you're like, oh, okay. I'm curious to know about the next couple of months. What was your learning curve for Get More Math as a, as a new user. What was that like? And can you think of any stories of how realizations or kind of a growing understanding unlocked something or made a difference? So basically what happened was uh, these kids after the unit one test, like I said, the one that really switched, uh, that, that turned that switch on for me. And I was like, okay, this product might be worth a, a, a dang. And so as we're going through here, I actually was like, I'll, I'll stick with my same regimen, but I think I'm actually, instead of only doing uh, get more math three days a week, I think I'm going to push it to four days a week mm. and just, just to test the waters. And so as I'm doing this, I'm noticing that unit after unit after unit after unit, these kids are getting more passing grades than failing grades. And in your eighth grade math classes, that's not something that's very, very common. Like to where you're looking at out of my, I think, 80 students in eighth grade math uh, last year, out of the 80 students, I was looking at less than five failures per unit. Can you tell us like compared to the prior year, what would that be? My goodness, man. I mean, <laughs> okay. I actually sent a message to the Get More Math representative, Jennifer, that is uh, assigned to us. And uh, it basically said, hey, here were my grades last year. Here are my grades this year, side by side. The previous year Mm. on the unit one test, I had almost 75% failing because it's a difficult concept for their eighth grade brains and they're just Mm. not exposed to it enough. And so the, the, the next year, whenever I was actually applying get more math into my classroom, it was, it flipped. I mean, it, the, wow. the, the, the 75 went in the other direction. Like it almost seemed right. like, over, like overnight. And so I was like, okay, we might have some here. So then all of my homeworks became get more math. All of your makeup work was get more math. So basically, let's say you didn't do any points in like week two. And then week three comes. In week three, if you want to get 40 points, that those 40 points go towards this week. But if you get an additional 40 points... I will turn any of your old, your worst daily grade into a 100. And the whole reason for that is I'm still getting what I want. I'm getting the exact right. same product and I'm getting it further on in the year for that understanding. Mm. So either way, I get what I want, they get what they need, and I'm happy. Cool. So that's a story from your perspective. You want to, You said you had, you had some ideas maybe on the student side as well from those early months? Yeah. Um, like I said, it's just... 
it was weird. I had these kids who have never tried before and like would get more math. It's a whole lot harder to not try because I mean, you're working with a computer program. It's hopefully exactly what we did in in class. So I can kind of scaffold that how I'm supposed to, so that you're getting proper teaching to what I'm asking you to do in, in the assignment. And so as I'm doing that, it, like I said, it starts with a very small group, like a very, those are your like really good kids. And then once they're done with their points, then I was actually using them. I was using them as student mm. leaders to go around and say, oh, hey, you take that one, you take that side, I'm going to take the middle. And we were splitting up. And then eventually the group of tutors got bigger and bigger. And eventually the class was one-on-one with like a teacher or a student helper. And it was crazy because they knew they had this goal to reach and then they just started reaching it it started just like popcorn like it just started happening all all of a sudden they just started trusting me and having that mutual respect there that there's a lot to say right there i that i'm glad we unlocked that bit of story that piece where you utilized your your lead students your students who had a little more responsibility willingness to try they were learning and and utilize them to gradually win the whole group. You know, you had a, a growing group of kids who were successful. I, it, it reminds me of something I often experienced with students where if they start to succeed, well, then they love the class. It's not that they're bad at math or good at math or that they hate math or that they like math. They hate a long history of failure. You know, they, they've experienced <laughs> like they, they get clubbed by math. It's like they, they, every time they go down the alley, somebody jumps out and hits them again. And you're like, this year is going to be really fun. We're going to go down that alley over there. And they're like, <laughs> yeah, me. that's going to be re- Yeah, right. And you're like, trust me. So <laughs> anyway, when, when, they, when they start to experience success, and it almost, don't tell anybody I said this, although I guess this is a podcast, but it's almost not anything about math at all. Uh, it's just the success thing. Like the they they're, yeah, their their brains are like, oh, I'm safe. I can do this, and and it success builds on success. And it, I love you use the word flipped. I love to see that flip. And then when it happens, other kids start to flip, and it's like the best kind of contagion, right? And and it can be viral until like I I taught in similar environments to you, and a, a new kid would come in like in October. And the new kid would be totally expecting like, you know, it's math class and everybody hates math and I'm going to be the bad kid. They come mm-hmm. in, everybody's like, no, 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 let's help you out. And like, it's like, what, what's, what's happening here? Like, what's, but then they would catch it too. So anyway, I, I'm glad that came up because I think it's really important to highlight the power that can be had by that, that wedge tactic. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. So let's, let's get down to brass tacks. Did you ever do something with Get More Math that just went completely south? And you're like, whoa. Yes. Yes. And I've learned from my mistakes. I've licked my wounds and carried on. So basically, um, I'm thinking that exposure to very hard problems will eventually make everyone good at very hard problems. Hmm. Okay. How'd that work out for you? Horribly. Absolutely. Yeah. Horribly. I, it was a crash and burn for the first time in several years. Cause I mean, when you get to teaching for s- several years, I mean, there's not too many crash and burns or at least not continuously. Mm-hmm. It's like third period <laughs> crashes and then you fix it by fourth or fifth and then you, you just figure sure. it out. But no, um, <laughs> uh, I, I, I definitely try to throw some very hard, uh, or harder, I won't say very hard, harder, uh, solving equations problems and 
that I started getting some pushback and I was mm-hmm. like, oh, everything was going so well. We cannot do this. We cannot step backwards. We're going to step forwards. So hmm. I met him halfway. And so whenever I met him halfway, um, I kind of took those off of the, the, the plate and I put something equal content value, but less rigor. Yeah. And so it's on par, but just something easier, like get more math, in my opinion, a- after using it should not be something where each problem takes three to four minutes. That's not what we're shooting for. In my opinion, most of the problems should be able to solve in, in between 30 seconds to a minute. And cause mm. some are just content knowledge, like, Oh, what is that? Oh, you're looking for the domain. Just look at the X values. Like you can figure those out really quick, but not everyone is going to reach that mastery level. And that's okay. You're running your own race. So I don't need you to run as fast as Tommy or Samuel or whatever. I need you to run your race. And I want you to turn, you have 20 red squares this week. I want you to have 18 next week and just build yourself up. Yeah. Yeah. Good. I like that. And that's a good story to bring out. Like I, I always feel like I, I it took me 15 years to make this right. And, uh, that whole time I was making mistakes on a regular basis. Like, Oh, that didn't work. You know? And uh, certainly too far too fast would yep. be one of the, the themes. Uh, but what it really did is it, it taught me a lot about my own kids and my own pacing and my own curriculum. Like I discovered some of the stuff I thought, I was doing a bang up job with as soon as I put the kids on computers that actually held them accountable to that account content. Right. Mm-hmm. I, I discovered I was wrong. <laughs> I, was, I was not doing a, such a good job and it took, it, it was helpful, but it took some painful uh, rewrites and rebuilds. So yeah. You know, another thing that people do sometimes is they throw a lot of content in all at once. So like the kids sit down, they log in to get more math and there's 25 red squares sitting there. Like have, have fun kid, you know? Um, so that whole thing about building up slowly is, is a big one too. Absolutely. Well, Cody, these have been great stories. I, I'm curious to know, as you look to this year, I mean, here we're, have you, you're what, two weeks in something like that? Uh, I think we're closer to five weeks in actually. For oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. You guys start a lot earlier. What do you think you're going to do differently or how are you going to build on what you've learned from prior uh, use of our tool? What, what plans do you have? My biggest plan, I'm going to implement a lot of things the same because last year was an absolute success. Uh, like I said, we had the one of the roughest group of kids that's ever gone through our school. And we had over 90% of them ready to pass or on track to pass the, the, the star test. And that's unheard of. I'm so sad you couldn't give the test. I mean, it's oh, funny. I, like, it's weird to say that. Like, oh, too bad you couldn't give the test. But it's kind of a shame. You ready for me to one up you? Go for it. I had five students message me in our platform saying, I'm really upset that I didn't get to prove myself taking the star test. Five kids last year. And I, I, I came inside every time. I was like, honey, honey, come look at this. You got to read this. And so my wife was like, oh my God. But Cody, that's, that's the most stunning story you've told me. I know. I, I've never in my life had a kid express a desire to take a standardized test. <laughs> and so in... And these kids were not math kids. That's the part that I love the the, the most. And like, they're they're not your your, your brainchilds. They're the ones you had to win over and the ones that were frankly worked their tails off to get where they are now. And you're so stinking proud of them. And you can't even like give them that gratification of saying, you know what? Mm. I did master the eighth grade. Finally, I got math under my belt. Oh, that's beautiful. 
Well, I'm going to end on that story because it's just a feel-good story. It makes me so glad to hear that the thing that I made is a thing that you were able to use. And in the end, you've got these kids who've mastered content. They're proud of themselves. They're so proud that they're disappointed to not have the opportunity to prove themselves on a standardized test. I mean, that's that's about the coolest data I've got. I love Isn't it. Isn't that wild? So thank you so much. Yeah, yeah. It's wonderful. Uh, of course, we wish you all the best for the school year. Excellent. Thank you. Let us know, you know, as, as you as you travel through your, your year, we're always looking for ways to improve. We have about a thousand ideas presently, so a thousand one would be welcome. Oh, trust me. Jennifer gets to hear a lot from me. So <laughs> I am always well, talking list- to her to get the coders going and everything like that. And so, hey, I don't like this problem. Can you, can you switch this? And so that's that's really nice to have her there. She's a very uh, mm-hmm. great rep for you guys. Yeah. Yeah, she is. She's wonderful. All right. Thanks so much. Awesome. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Get More Math podcast. Drop us a comment and let us know what you thought about this episode. You can always connect with us at getmoremath.com. Have a great day.